Have you tuned out of the human status quo? You might not be ready for what's to come. Not dealing with these things prior to getting into the relationship is going to slow down uh, the growth of the relationship. And instead of like adding to each other, you are going to spend time healing each other. Tune in to the frequencies that have the power to transfigure your life. Today, we want to discuss daddy issues. Daddy issues. Daddy issues. It's another deep reality and deep fact of the fallen world once more. What is not deep with us, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a phenomenon found in the fallen world especially because yeah i mean there there's so much to talk about like literally when we start these conversations i'm just like where, where should we even <laughs> go with this because it's 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 beyond yeah like when we talk about daddy issues for example right like in heaven we have the heavenly father so already that sets everyone at peace in heaven no one has daddy issues in heaven if you think about it <laughs> because we all all have have a father that is present that is everywhere <laughs> right so no absent daddies and all of that stuff so when we talk about daddy issues in the fallen world like it's really a thing but it's also something that in heaven you don't know you don't experience because god the father is everywhere right so <laughs> what is daddy issues and where does it come from i think we talked about no we read about the definition um on the internet like we checked out different websites like psychologists and stuff like that and they were talking about the absence of a father like the physical absence of a father or the mental absence of a father that is physically present so yeah, emotional were, absence yeah this, so there were two different aspects so where the father is not around at all physically or a father that is there physically but unavailable emotionally, emotionally and psychologically yeah and that this would then create all kinds of trauma needs, desires traumas as well um, psychological ones or emotional ones like they a lot talk about girls but it also affects boys so this is in, important to to point out so it's for both genders so girls and boys can have daddy issues yeah what was interesting in this um yeah i could say blog or it was a the the opinion of a psychologist that called out that mostly for years it was only designed um for women daddy issues and that was crazy to me because daddy issues is for everyone and it's only later on that they added also um for the men that it also something that affects men which is crazy because it's so obvious it's at the end of the day, it's a child. When you grow up, whether you have uh, the absence of a dad or a mom, it will affect the kid no matter what gender you are, you know? Definitely. So, 
yeah, mostly that was the deficient, the deficient, the definition. So the absence physically of the father or the presence, but the emotional unavailability of the father towards his kid. So that is where daddy issues start. And that's the whole journey that we need to go through into understanding um, more in depth. We talked about the circumstances in which daddy issues are created with the father being present, but absent and so on and so forth. But what are, what are the consequences now if someone has been affected by exactly that situation? Yeah, so uh, in the, um, the blog that I, that, I, that I used, that I read, there were like six signs of daddy issues, so how it can affect you. So there's like the, the, you're possessive and clingy. So that's when you're like overly anxious because you never had a dad. So like you ha pr probably have this feeling of when you become, when you get into a relationship, like the fact that, I don't know, your guy is just going to the supermarket. You have this excessive need to know where is he going? When is he coming back? Because I guess it's that fear of, losing that person and being anxious so it gets you in a place where you're like uh possessive and and clinging on to that person um your demand your, your demand on an overabundance of love and assurance so that's pr pretty clear because dads are like yeah the place where you have comfort and you feel insecurity and so if you had an absence uh, of a dad, then yeah, you need this, you have this neediness to feel loved. So you want to hear how loved you are, all these like emotional expressions, um, I believe. Apparently you can also have these desires for sex all the time. So it's like, especially when you had like a relationship with the dad where it was maybe dysfunctional or certain things like that. Um, you're only interested in dating old, older men. Uh, you're afraid of being alone. And also another effect is like you tend to lean towards abusive men. So this is a big list quite a list and i think that there's so many things that are true most of these things are true and a lot of people can relate and have maybe had these experiences uh growing up there are people that maybe growing up uh get to be more conscious and are like realizing that they having these things okay daddy issues is a term that came like afterwards i don't know if there's a more a greater word but that's the most known word that exists uh in society and i guess that i used to believe that daddy issues was only like uh for people who experienced dads who were absent but with time, you understand that you can also have daddy issues while having a dad, but yet unavailable or inexpressive in his emotions. 
and that's like very interesting because then again it means that I don't know 99% of society is suffering from daddy issues and yeah it's 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 uh, <laughs> well it's just crazy to me like it's it's just crazy because it's really that like if we have that definition of a father being present physically but absent psychologically emotionally and you have the fathers that are absent physically altogether and both are referred to as daddy issues that puts pretty much everyone <laughs> in a position to have daddy issues as as you're saying but we might obviously today we talk about daddy issues but it goes so much further because you can also have mommy issues you can have friends issues because basically every person is potentially present physically but absent emotionally or psychologically wow. you know what i mean yeah so you can have friends issues basically because your friends might be there physically but you can't really talk about stuff so that also creates certain issues or traumas within you mm. so it's like really at the end of the day a human issue <laughs> as we <laughs> as we like to say here because it's just the the truth in a fallen world but obviously today we are focusing on on fathers and dads and so on and so forth and i would like to say that like obviously people they know the term they maybe have done their own research or maybe they have experienced the effects or the consequences of this situation and i think it's important to reimagine or redefine what a father actually is to start making the difference between their own experience and like the ideal experience that they would have needed to have in order to not have these traumas because understanding that clarity i think that's like the first step to get out of it or gain a certain awareness of what it actually is or how deeply someone might have been affected by by this reality yeah and just to to give some more context and what exists more like we said physically absent but also emotionally absent but there's also like fathers that are over um indulge in in their children's um life or uh fathers who are violent abusive controlling toxic like there's so many things so anxious and pre preoccupied because they want the best for their kids um dismissive avoidant so there's so many things like you would say, oh, my dad was always so loving and all of that. But maybe there was like an overprotectiveness that he didn't allow you to actually like grow into what you were really supposed to grow. And now you're like so dependent, like you get into a relationship and maybe you're like so dependent on your partner because your dad was there. He was emotionally available, but he was too much, you know. And all of these different things. So there's so many aspects to look at. And then, yeah, like you said, to decipher and differentiate the different types. And what is, I feel like, um, so there's all of these different types. But then again, it's to find the perfect balance of what a father is supposed to be and look like. Definitely. 
to add another example while you were talking i just had that example of father figure you know like usually in rich families as you would say they are overly invested in the success of their kids or in the success of their sons as well because again that issues can touch boys and girls and they just put that pressure of success upon your shoulders you know and as a kid it was so much imprinted on you that you stop thinking for yourself that you stop thinking about who you are what you want to do you know and you just have to fill the hole of the big empire that your dad maybe have built you know what i yeah. mean so that is another form of daddy issues as well Definitely. i mean we just talked about that website's definition but <laughs> we can mm. also add um, some definitions there so it's really just to give a broad picture of daddy issues at that and that it can potentially touch everyone so it's not just like the classical classical examples but even in that instance where the pressure of success was so strong on you that you're scared all the time because you are scared to mess up or you're scared to not make your your father proud or whatever the 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 thing is there yeah mm. Uh, I know when we discussed this conversation, <laughs> I had a deep realization in that moment. And I actually told you, I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's really hard to be a father, you know, because everybody, as we said, uh, potentially has the, the daddy issues, depending on what the father was or not, or too much. And I was just like, Fatherhood is such a big role and such a big responsibility. And I'm not excusing any father from running away from their kids. But in that moment, I was like, I understand kind of somewhere, you know, that you would want to run away, especially if you haven't, if you don't have the right definition or the right education or the right, um, yeah, um, knowledge of, what it is to truly be a father. And we always talk about motherhood and it's also very, uh, <laughs> so much to share about, but it's also, yeah, a very difficult role. But I think that the father, yeah, I just had that realization how it was so hard and a really big job to be a father because if we call our Heavenly Father, Father, it's because there's a reason for that. Because the Father is the head of the family, is the foundation of the family. So as a father, you need to have that right foundation because everything comes from you. Everything like, yeah, um, um, flows from you and whatever you will bring into your family, it will stick because your wife and your kids are looking up to you. So you have that authority. And yeah, I, I truly personally, I, I, that's a realization that I really got in that moment, how hard it is to be a father. Yeah, yeah I, especially I, in this world. I, I, I fully agree with you in the sense where 
like this is the role of a father basically because you are supposed to be the foundation you are supposed to give that comfort as we said before that stability and that that confidence that peace like your family as you said is is going to look to you if there is like maybe something that is happening in your life there is a problem there is like a challenge or there is someone like um, a robber coming like there is that natural instinct or that natural expectation for the father to show up and to do something about it mm -hmm. right or to protect the family or whatever it is and obviously it comes with a lot of responsibility a lot of pressure like there's like a weight on your shoulders yeah. and that weight can make you run away or can make you scared or can make you feel insufficient and then when you feel that way you're like ashamed and that guilt or that shame makes you run away because you can't look in into your wife's eyes anymore because maybe you feel like a coward or you feel weak or whatever it is so there are all of these different things as well that happen on 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 the father's side that can lead to certain behaviors which might then create the daddy issues so it's just to say that we are not like condemning anyone so we talk about that issues and this and that but we also understand the father's side where it can really be a challenge to deal with that role in this fallen world yeah and no one is helping you no one is showing you how to be at that no one is like giving you like an example it's not taught at school and so on and so forth so you have to struggle to find maybe the few people that respect even also fathers or that show fathers how it's done and so on and so forth so it comes with a lot of challenges definitely it comes with a lot of challenges and yeah it's not it's, and that's why we we also want to have this conversation because there is definitely the right balance and the right way to to understand fatherhood and what it is to to have a father do you want to lead us into that <laughs> yeah so as we said before um i think so we, we talk about daddy issues from a perspective where you might have been affected by it what are the ways what are the steps that can help to get out of it and as we said before it it is about understanding what a real father is or what the ideal father is and that's why I said in the beginning, in heaven, we don't have that problem of daddy issues, basically, because our father, our heavenly father, is around. Mm -hmm. He's present physically and he's also present emotionally and psychologically. So when we talk about the ideal father, obviously, we are going to talk about God, the father, because he's our only father after all. And so already that definition that we shared in the beginning again with someone that is uh, with a father that is physically absent god solves that problem he is present right because people talk about the presence of god so god is a present god he's a present father and in that presence of god you feel a certain way you feel loved you feel valued you feel you feel cared for and there is also a con communication and interaction so he's also present psychologically so all of these different elements makes god according to that definition we haven't talked about our definition yet but according to that definition found on the blog it makes god the ideal father the perfect father and 
I think you can add many more things to that definition, but in general, it's a good definition. Like God can fulfill these roles. And if people have that, they understand that um, if they have that, they will feel good. Like they, they, I don't think they will have daddy issues if they have that. And so having, having given that definition now, people have to understand or ask themselves if they had that when they grew up. Did they have something, someone or did they have a father that was present? And did they have a father that was uh, there psychologically? Could you have interactions, conversations with that father? And how did you feel around your father? Like, did, did you feel love? Did you feel uh, insecurity and all of these different things? And if that wasn't the case, obviously that is going to create a certain deficit within the um, within that person that experienced that and that's where now people have to go on a journey to discover how was i affected and how deeply was i affected to give a practical example if i didn't have a father that was emotionally available obviously that is going to create some sort of lack or hole or neediness because as a human you need certain things to be whole to be healthy and to be yeah a functional human being so people have to consider their their lack so that they can then go on a journey to to counter that and they can take it from from relationships from different people and so on and so forth but obviously like having awareness of all of these all all of these different things is very important to then realize also how you behave in in a relationship if you might be needy because you didn't have that and so on and so forth and if you realize that you didn't have that that's where you now need to find ways to compensate that in a healthy way because it was lacking um, when you were brought up, basically. Yeah, it's really, again, we always talk about awareness and uh, self-assessment and looking inwards, how you are behaving, behaving uh, in your life and in your relationships. Mostly it will reflect in um, romantic relationships but it can also reflect in your friendships in different areas depending on um, how close you are with people it can reflect within your relationship with your mom with your brothers and sisters you know all of these things so it's always about yeah um, getting into that and, and 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 looking at your 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 behaviors just one thing that came to mind like there's also a big part where we have in today's society like women being really empowered which is a good thing but at the same time it's also a bad thing because they're being so empowered that men don't feel that uh power anymore or don't like they're putting in a in a place where men are being taken away of their responsibilities and also the manhood and the fatherhood roles that they are supposed to to fill in um 
I'm sharing this because I had the point where you're like an independent woman or you haven't had the father figurehood and now you always needed to deal with things because you always needed to be responsible and um, make decisions. And in a relationship or in a family, you need to also like understand the roles of the different, um, yeah, the, the different people in the in the relationship, man and woman. I believe that there are certain natural um, behaviors and certain natural um, positions that you should understand. And then maybe since you lacked a father uh, growing up you start taking that responsibility by making the decisions in the relationship taking up the manhood you know and that's already like dysfunctional so you lacking a father in uh, your growing up and then you bring that into your relationship where you take up the role that the dad is supposed to take up and then you have kids and then that's what you show so that's already a wrong image that your kids will have of what it is and means to be either a woman or a man in the family so yeah yeah that can create <laughs> other daddy issues because they exactly. have been shown uh, not the ideal model yeah so yeah that's why it's it's really deep and i just love the point that you made there that people have to be aware of how the daddy issues manifest how they look like in your life and that they have to be aware of these things to then be able to address them um and then uh, we also talked about honesty at some point that once you realize these different things these different manifestations of daddy issues that people have to be honest about it if they are affected or not because you might have certain manifestations like that you might have maybe character traits or maybe behaviors or maybe things that people do that show up but there are still people that actually inf enforce that or they are happy with it by saying it's just who I am or it's just how things are and they just brush it off they they feel something might be off but they just label it as character or personality or whatever it is mm. and they just keep going into that so it's just to understand that if you're not honest with yourself if you don't consider it and if you don't call it for what it is you will stick with that and you might never get out of it yeah yeah again it's to to be able to grow from that and assess you need to be honest with yourself and again look inwards and see where the issue is where the issue lies and how can i now uh, get into a healing and growth process that will allow me to to get into the right um, understanding of what a father should look like and what my role is also to be you know Definitely. And once you like once people are honest with themselves and once they are on this healing journey, I mean healing journey, it might look different for different people depending on the different effects that 
or the different extents of daddy issues so like it's really hard to give like <laughs> the all the examples out there yeah. but once you go you you embrace your healing maybe you seek out help you talk to someone and so on and so forth it's also to to be wise and practical at that point because so people have been honest with themselves they have embraced the healing they also need to stay committed to to that path so probably if you know like let's say it's the example of relationships again if you know that you are maybe not in a relationship or you are in in a relationship but you know that your daddy issues manifest in relationships in a certain way you have to be wise enough to tell yourself all right in that phase of my life since i am on a healing journey i'm not going to get into a relationship because the wounds of the daddy issues or whatever can come up again so people have to be committed and they have to decide to stay away from whatever is going to manifest these daddy issues yeah. So they have to put themselves like in quarantine <laughs> in the way where, yeah, so they can actually heal in peace and not being triggered by certain things that is going to, to forsake their, their, their healing. Yeah, it's such an important um, decision to make. First of all, you need to be willing to want to understand that you're dealing with daddy issues. Because sometimes it can be sub, su subtle, subtle, subtle. Sometimes it can be subtle. So you need to like really, yeah, understand and look into yourself and see if you're dealing with that. And then it's, again, the willpower and the desire to want to um, make that right and change that. And I love what you said that you need to put yourself in quarantine because that's the safest thing and the best decision that you can make for yourself if your goal is to have a great relationship in the future with a great person and not have to deal with these things once you are in the relationship so um, you can go through these processes while you are in a relationship but depending where you are at in your life your awareness, your state of being, and also the state of being of your partner, it just adds much more work, effort, and obviously there can be a lot of frictions because you might be on this journey and understanding things, but your partner might not, might also be dealing with daddy issues or might be far, you know, um, ahead of that or, you know. So the best chances for you to get to getting into a healthy relationship is to be in that process of going through these different things, understanding them. So when you are in the uh, good relationship, you can really, it's not about dealing with them, but it's more about being aware um, to the point where you can make the changes because it's only when you are uh, in the relationship that you will be able to practice kind of and see how much you have grown or understood um, the issues that you've had you know but at least you are getting into it with the awareness of that and that you have done some previous healing and soul searching and all of these things for you to make 
your relationship the best relationship ever because not dealing with these things prior to getting into the re relationship is going to slow down uh, the growth of the relationship. And instead of like adding to each other, you are going to spend time healing each other and you're going to waste time kind of, or like, you know, and not waste time, but that can be a heavy thing on the relationship. And once you're done, then again, you might find yourself in a place where, yeah, there's no more energy or desire left to really explore the the relationship. Does it make sense? hundred <laughs> percent. And I was just tempted to throw in there because you said that people, instead of like enjoying each other, they might be healing each other. Yeah. And that's the ideal case. Most hurt each other and well, they yeah. kill each other. Yeah. Like, that's, a, I think, <laughs> another <laughs> important point to <laughs> highlight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the healing each other can be positive and negative. Because it's good if you can heal each other in a, in a healthy way where you're actually growing and understanding each other. But healing each other, like me coming into this relationship and expecting you to heal me and you expecting... Like, it's also, it's also like, um, how do you say? It's not good. Like, it's... Uh, I'm losing the word. Toxic. toxic. Sorry. It's also toxic because you have this expectation of the other one to, to heal your wounds. And that other person is not responsible for, for your wounds. So it depends how you heal each other, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is such a vast topic, such a vast conversation. And maybe to really like add another heavenly touch in there, it's really like the secret to getting out of daddy issues is really the knowledge of god the father that's also something that we that we talked about and like everything that we have said is necessary you have to go through that but if you really want to get out of daddy issues and if you really want to have a healthy life healthy relationships and everything it's really to the proportion of your knowledge of God the Father. Because again, God is a father and God is not just the, the ideal father, but the perfect father. That's like the ultimate standard that you can have. And the more you know the ultimate standard, which is God the Father, and the more you develop your knowledge and your relationship with God the Father, the deeper and the quicker you're going to heal from, from your daddy issues as well because god is that like objective truth right like if god does it this way you will have a standard of measurements that you can then apply to people that maybe that you date or that friends that you might get in in touch with and so on and so forth and you're going to measure people based on god based on your father right and that is going to help you to choose the right people to choose the right spouse husband wife to choose the, well wife <laughs> we talk about father but again yeah mm. the more you know god the better you can interpret and judge people around you situations and and so on and so forth and yeah people might ask at this point well how do how do i get to know god 
it's basically like there are different ways to to go about it like god is everywhere basically um there are books like the bible that can help there are people that have have had experiences with god that can obviously also help that's where people talk about pastors they talk about gurus they talk about yeah like people spiritual people that have had experiences with god the father that can help and give insights into that uh we also like to talk about nature at this at, at this point because nature is what god created and then obviously like people can get to know god the father directly but since god is invisible in that sense and if you might never have had an experience with god it is difficult to get there straight away because you don't know where to look because <laughs> he's invisible right so to get to know god is through nature like the principles found in nature it's through people that reflect god in a certain way and by following these things or these people you will get closer and closer to to the source but an easy way to get to know god is really to through god's principles which is found in 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 his word because like the word of god is basically god's principles or universal truths that's like the definition of the the word of 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 god so you get to know someone by their principles by how they think and so on and so so uh, and so on and so forth so these principles what you're saying is that you can find them in nature like the laws of nature exactly and creation exactly can you give an example how to compare it to the to a father figure and to god the father and how it can you know help you understand what it means yeah i'm just <laughs> trying to not get cancelled here because i got some examples there when you look at nature with the goal to understand god to know god and you look at nature from that lens and again we always say that the artist is revealed in his art or the architect is revealed in the house that he built like when you look at something that has been has been built you will see the um, the creator behind the creation and for nature it's the same so when you look at nature and you study the principle of trees for example when you study a tree you know or you can see that a tree is producing fruit and the tree is producing fruit in a way where a lot of different animals and even us as humans or you guys as humans <laughs> can benefit from that reveals the deep principle the principle of productivity because the tree is producing stuff is producing fruit and it's not just producing one fruit but it's producing a tree like so many fruits that like an entire community can benefit from so basically nature is taking care of humans of animals and so on and so forth so that's the principle of productivity and taking care so these principles are also principles that should be found in fathers 
fathers that are busy working, fathers, fathers that are busy producing something and produce it in abundance so that people can come to you and pick your fruit and eat from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a principle that should be found in fathers as well. So fathers that are not lazy sitting on the couch waiting for whatever external help, but that are busy being productive, that are busy producing fruit, that are busy doing something. That out of love. Out of love. Out of love, obviously, that is going to, to help people, help the family in, in the first place and then also your, your community because you produce it in abundance. So... Like again, like it's it's just amount. Just when you look at trees alone, there are so many principles to take from. Again, it's productivity. Trees produce fruit. They take care of the environment because they produce so much fruit that so many different species can can take care of it. But it also reveals the reality or truth and nature of generosity. Right, So you're not just producing stuff for yourself, but you're producing stuff with the mindset of sharing it already. So fathers should be generous. So if you have grown up with, let's say, a stingy father that doesn't like to give gifts, that doesn't like to, to spoil you, but in a healthy way and make you happy, that potentially can already, already create daddy issues. So like you know right that if there. you haven't had that, you probably or you potentially have the daddy issue syndrome. And that but how can that practically help one heal? And what is one out to look for in this healing process? So if you are aware that you grew up with a stingy father, for example, and then, okay, we guys here, we, we tell you, study nature, do this yeah, and do that. Yeah, because it might be a little bit uh, tricky for people, you know, to put it in the day-to-day -day life and understand how, how is the tree story going to, to help me, you know, deal with my daddy issues? How is it going mm -hmm. to heal me, you know? Yeah, so... I said in the beginning that when you study God, you study God to get to know God so that you have the ideal image and picture of the perfect father. So that when you deal with life, when you get to know people, you judge them or you interpret them based on the ideal image mm -hmm. of the God, the father that you have. So if you, through the study of nature or the study of tree, of trees, you have discovered that trees are productive trees are generous that's an image of god already that's the reflection of the character of god so that means when you are going to deal with people you look for generous people you look for productive people and that alone connecting to such people is going to heal you maybe in ways that you're not even aware of because before that realization you might actually have been attracted to stingy people and seen that as normal because mm. you didn't have the ideal image so the study of nature is going to help you interpret people according to the truth according to the nature of the father and before the tree story again you might have been attracted to people that are stingy to people that are lazy to fathers or or boyfriends or husbands that are sitting on the couch doing nothing and since you grew up with that, and since you didn't study the tree, you might see that as normal. 
and it, it has just always been like that you and you accept that where you have been sent to work you have been sent to do all of these different things and since you don't know any better or since you don't know any different it's just okay it's just normal and that causes maybe a frustration within you that you can't even explain because what is happening is perceived as normal but at the same time on the inside you feel it feels off but you you don't have the knowledge to call it wrong in mm. in in that sense mm. but then the goal would be to so that this process of understanding god the father is healing you but imagine so you grew up you have now the awareness of the daddy issues that you have or the father figure that you had as well and now for you to heal you need to look to god the father who created earth who created creation and what do you do now so you are you are in this healing process but how do you now connect to god the father and not be resentful towards your human dad i mean yeah so as we said before uh, when we talked about healing that people have to also heal from certain things yeah so obviously like healing involves getting to know god the father as we said but it's also yeah being forgiving and being loving towards what happened in the past because if you hold grudges now towards maybe uh, your father or whatever that is not going to allow you to be fully in the present or to fully know god and god the heavenly father is has such a nature when you get to know him he has so much love and if you receive that love you you almost can't help but also start loving people that has have hurt you in the past be the father be the mother be your siblings or whatever because god has that love in abundance and if you if people allow themselves to be washed by them by that love by knowing god automatically like all maybe the the grudges or resentment and all of that is going to be washed uh, away it can't like it it can't be another way because god is so overwhelming that you will forget what happened in the past yeah so at the end you you heal and you reconnect to your ultimate heavenly father father and in this process you naturally heal and forgive um the human father or mother <laughs> that you haven't had but in this case the father and that's how you you connect to the father and you heal from your daddy issues basically yeah because again it still comes from the tree story where the tree is generous right yeah. that's what we discovered the tree has fruits in abundance mm -hmm. and god has love in abundance as a result so you're going to have more than enough love receiving from your true father from the source god the father that you can channel that same love as forgiveness to the people that that hurt you amazing so healing from daddy issues is getting to know your ultimate heavenly father 
who has put you here on earth um, grow into his knowledge and his person, character, and that already will heal oneself in ways that you cannot even imagine. I think it's hard sometimes to grasp that, that is possible, but when you are washed, like you use the term by this abundance of love, it can only take away all of these hurts and pains and yeah, sufferings and emotions that you have had. So it's, it's only just something that can help you um, experience God the Father in all its ways and then you grow from there and then you you being healed by God the Father understanding his nature then will allow you to heal others around you beautiful right beautiful <laughs> great <laughs> yeah I think that's a great way to to phase out this this conversation really like you might have issues in the beginning and then you heal and then you become a healing, a blessing for others around you. Yeah. And again, it's all about becoming the healing, becoming the peace mm -hmm. so that in your turn, you can be that to creation and to others around you. Mm. Amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. So do you want to go? <laughs> If you liked this conversation, um, first of all, hit the like button, share it with friends, family that must hear this conversation and subscribe to our channel. Stay tuned for more heavenly frequencies. Mm -hmm.